And what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Bear Down Sports Association podcast, episode 99 today. Your host, TJ Savaro, joined alongside me, Commissioner Brandon Kurtzman. Kurtzman, how are we doing today, brother? I feel great. <laughs> I feel great. Um, my I father, great. Tommy Savaro, who's not been on the podcast and what? How long has it been? Kurtzman, four or five podcasts? Yeah, Tommy's been living his life since the weather's gotten nicer. Yeah, right? He just The weather gets nice and he just completely abandons the podcast. Um, yeah, he always shows up to the league. Always shows up to the league, though. There every Sunday. So uh, he's, he's 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 laying down next to me. I don't know if he might join the podcast at some point. So all right, uh, <laughs> big big weekend, big past weekend here. Um, between we have a lot of stuff to cover here. We're going to do the semifinal recap. We're going to do the championship preview, and we are going to announce the first, second, and third teams. And we also had our summer league draft. This uh. This last what last Monday? This last yeah, Monday. we'll do a we'll do a full pod after the championship on the yeah. summer draft. But maybe we talk about the summer draft a little bit at the very end. Yeah, a little bit. But I just wanted to shout out everyone who was in the live stream for the entire time. Honestly, really yeah. good numbers in the live stream. That was awesome. Um, good draft. Excited for the new league and the new captains. But we'll talk more about that later. Let's get into this semifinal recap, Kurtzman. I'll start with your game, Wyoming against Florida State. Um. Tell me about it, dude. What was what happened when you guys uh guys came out to a to an early lead? They fought right back, and it was a close one from there on out. Listen, man, you know when we I play against Augie, there's two things that are guaranteed: gonna be a close game, and gonna be super physical. Um, and both those things happened. Um, we got out to an early lead. Both defenses started out strong with stops. Then we got we scored Rob Reddington touchdown. And then. We, I get my first interception of the game um, on a pass to Iavino out of the backfield. We then score on the following play to Danino. And at that point, I'm thinking to myself, if we get one more stop and score, we are in business. Um, next play, I intercept Augie again, get stopped wow. at the two-yard line, two yard line. And at that point, I'm thinking, game's bad to be over. Like, we're about to run off on this, probably win 35 to 12, just like the first round, basically. Um, but Florida State did what they had to do. First and two on the two yard line, they go. We go four plays and don't score. Yeah, um, very bad on our part. Um, I very, said to Mike, very, very save the game on their part. Oh, hundred percent. Because like I said, if we if we would have scored there and went up like nineteen or twenty to nothing, they would have been absolutely demoralized, and we probably would have been able to score again before the half. But they get the stop and then they score before the half, which is. If I had to say something that's our Achilles heel all year, it's that when it's a two-minute draw on defense, for some reason, we let up touchdowns. I don't I don't know what it is, but um, they score. Nice nice pass by Augie to Justin. Um, Justin, I, I was – I'm looking up for the ball, and all I see is Justin above me just making a play that he always makes as the MVP of the league. Um, they cut it 12-6. Little fireworks at halftime, a lot of shit talking, blah, blah, blah. Um, I, calm, I tried to calm my team down at half, say, listen, we're up 12-6. We win the second half. We win the game. That's all we had to do, just win the second half. It's 0-0 again. Well, we didn't win the second half, but we did win the game. Um, conversions ended up being the biggest factor. And we won 20-19. We were up 20-13. to They scored, and we stopped them on a conversion. And that ended up being the deciding factor in the game. Um, we drove down with, like, with like four minutes left. Got like a, a fourth and goal from, like, the five. Didn't score. They had, like, 40 seconds left. Last heat to the end zone after getting some yards, no good. I'm relieved. We come out with a win. A game that we probably should have won by more, but you got to give Florida State all the credit. They showed a lot of heart. I mean, Florida State is a super elite team. 
that's yeah. that's one of the best teams in Bear Down history, in my opinion. Yeah, I think that is, that is a really, really, really good team, and they're not even going to go to the championship, which you know I think speaks to how good Wyoming is. But I definitely want to give them their credit. I thought Augie had an awesome season. I, obviously, Justin being the first um, position player to win the MVP award, even though he's on my case because I voted for Joe, and um, I guess I I held him back from that unanimous MVP, but. Justin is obviously a beast. Everyone else on that team was awesome. They also had Sleeper of the Year, Rob Conti on that team. Um, just, just a really, really good team. And the fact that you guys, honestly, we talk about maybe could have won by more. If you go in there and you and you score on that first and two, you know, when it was 13-0, Chrisman, you know, 20-0, 19-0, that could have been uh, – it could have been. It could have led to a blowout where yeah, it could have been just Quits on the game and it's 100%. hot. It was hot as hell. Like the conditions were definitely in play. Like the weather conditions were definitely a factor in this game. I'd say, uh, Dad, what do you have to say about uh, Kurtzman beating Augie and uh, Florida State and advancing to the championship here? This might be Kurtzman's year. Is this is this Kurtzman's legacy? <laughs> <laughs> you know, he puts together, he puts together a very good team every year. His team is always competitive. He always compete for the championship. Uh, but this year he's, he's got, he's got to close the deal. He's got, he's got to make it happen. Yeah. No excuses this year. He's got a good team behind him. Great defense. Uh, great offense. Great good offense. mind play. Yeah. All, all, all the components. He's got to do it. What about Florida state? Florida state. Uh, one thing I'd like to say is like final drive. Uh, they took two shots at the end zone inside of 13 seconds. I think they could have probably half that distance and, and, uh, one of the two plays made it a little easier. Yeah, and being able to actually run a real play at the end instead of just running another, like a back-to-back. Plus, it was kind of interesting that neither of those really went to Justin. I, did one of them go to Justin? Uh, I think both I went to Justin. Yeah, I thought both of them went to yeah, Justin. Yeah, one was out of oh, the, end the zone second one. one no, was the second one definitely didn't go to Justin. The second I one noticed was he good. lined up on my, the sideline closest to me. You kind of had a man on him up front and then another man behind him 10 yards deeper. That, that second man kind of like was towards the – was more in the end zone. Mm-hmm. So, I, I you really had one-on-one if you wanted a 10-yard out or a cut. I, they didn't have a timeout left, did they? So I no, know. so they would have to get out of bounds. Yeah, so I, I think he would have had – he could have made a maneuver for a 10-yard out. I agree. Um, no, I think – listen, I think um, Florida State is was a phenomenal team all season. Any team that has Augie and Justin on it is going to be an elite team. Yeah. But – like you said, they had sleeper of the year, Rob Aconte. One of the keys to being really a good team in this league is hitting on your late round picks. Having guys in your late round that can make plays for you, change games sometimes. And Rob Aconte was a huge factor in this game. He had multiple catches, big gains. Um, I think he scored a touchdown. I, I, I'm pretty sure he scored a touchdown. Um, we were leaving the middle of the field wide open. I was challenging Augie to throw into the middle of the field. I wanted to like into some traffic kind of getting guys going across kind of trying to mix up his face, but I thought he did a pretty good job of it. Um, they realized early that the middle was open. We made some adjustments. Um, at the end of the day, man, I'm proud of my guys. And listen, they told me at the beginning of the year, they were going to get me a ring and we're one game away. So, and I know you, I heard you guys predict, they made my prediction for me and your last, Oh no, no, we talked. Yeah. Yeah, no. yeah. But we said, we said that it wasn't an official pick. When I came home, what I say? You said, said Wyoming. You, Wyoming. Did. you did. I said Brandon. You came. You came home drunk and said Wyoming. <laughs> you did. That's exactly what happened. You came in drunk. You were like, "Christmas gonna win tomorrow." Uh, I got I Wyoming. Not drunk. Man. I love it. <laughs> no, it was a 2019 final. It was a great game. Uh, shout out to all the guys on Florida State. They played their asses off all season long. They were a dominant team in the league, and they were probably a lot of people's favorites to win the ring. Um, 
along with the other team that lost in the semifinals. Um, but yeah, great season for Florida State. Can't wait to see all those. And most of those guys are back for the summer. So um, and on Augie's team again. So should Augie should have another team that's going pretty far in the league next year. Yeah, he's put together a good team. Yeah, one thing I thought Florida State had a really good team. I thought they were going to actually win. But the last couple of weeks, I got to say, I was very disappointed in their play calling. I think their offense moved the way it did in the beginning of the year. So, you know, that's one of the reasons why at the end I kind of bell on them. I know Augie's going to get mad at me for this. He's probably saying something about me, <laughs> as he always does. But that's the truth. Augie, it's the truth. Your, your offense flooded at the end. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Augie is definitely going to be with you. Be so mad. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. That's. Uh, I just think that, you know, I wanted to shout out Playoff Rob Reddington. That's my new nickname for him, Kurtzman. Playoff Rob. He's played good in both games. He's yeah, because he's just been good in the playoffs. So definitely shout out to Rob Reddington, everyone on the Wyoming squad. Shout out to Florida State as well. All right, you have stats on this, Kurtz. Are we going to the next one? No, I mean, I I just found out you put them on. You're putting them on YouTube right now, so I definitely don't have stats. Put them on YouTube and got blocked because Chris put a band instrumental. Yeah, I don't know. I told him don't even. Worry about music, <laughs> so but, yeah. Chris tries to Chris tries to throw an instrumental on there. I mean, Chris can throw his own instrumental on there. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Chris, an idiot. <laughs> All right, but, let's uh let's go to the next game. Was Georgia versus Dartmouth? Obvious big story of the day. Joe Liotta making his first start for Dartmouth. Uh, <laughs> Kurtzman. Unbelievable. Could, could there have been a better start to the league? Has there been a better start to the league? Your first career start, your first throw in your first start. I know it wasn't his first throw in the league, but it was his first throw in his first start. Throws an absolute nuke. Throws a bomb to Liam Knowles for a touchdown. No, to Nick Santucci. Nick Santucci. Oh, Nick Santucci. Nick Santucci. Sorry, sorry. Not Liam Knowles. Not Liam Knowles. Nick Santucci. Throws an absolute bomb. Um, Perfect. On the money. Right over IB. For a touchdown, for I know they didn't get the ball first. Georgia got the ball first, and then yes. Leota throws that pass. Um, electric. What what was going through your head after that first play? Um, I, I I mean I was still sitting in the shade trying to like talk to my team about like whatever whatever. But I look up and I see the ball in the air, and then I see it's a touchdown, and I immediately ran all the way over <laughs> to where they were standing because I couldn't believe what was happening. Um, it was an absolute. It was an absolute dot. Santuccio played it perfectly. I think IB was a little shocked that they were taking a shot like that in the first play of the game or the first play of their offensive drive. But Leota was a monster all day. Leota was making the the defensive linemen on Georgia look like they didn't know what they were had like what sport they were playing. And that's no knock to defense the defensive line of Georgia. Leota just looked amazing. Leota was moving well in the pocket. He um he was delivering the ball with confidence and um, velocity. And knowing now that he's a captain and a quarterback for the summer, I am I am ecstatic about it. Um, I think he is going to be a good quarterback in this league. He knows what it takes. He drafted a good line. No one against this summer. But one thing that they did do, Dartmouth, that I said they should do was you need to play Tompkins on the line because you need to give Leota as much protection as he can. And Tompkins played an outstanding game on the offensive line. I'm not even sure if he registered a catch in this game, but he played a phenomenal game on that offensive line. And, that's really what sets the tone for a championship team. A guy who all season has been playing receiver, but big game. We, Hey, we need you to play line. We, that's, we why, line. that's why Tompkins is who he is. And that's why he's drafted where he's at. Cause he's so versatile. Yeah. A hundred percent. And listen, when Nick Tompkins goes to the line, that means Liam Mills has to step up and Liam Mills. I'm pretty sure scored. I'm pretty sure he scored two touchdowns or three touchdowns in this game. I'm not really sure. Cause when I watch this, when I watch, I'll do the stats, but 
he, he, Liam Knowles was electric in this game as well. He was making guys miss all over the field, kept making great contested catches. Um, I honestly just feel like Georgia kind of gave up on themselves early. They didn't score early in the game. Um, Dartmouth was kind of leading this entire game and kind of had all the momentum and the confidence and they brought energy and it seemed like when things weren't going right for Georgia early, they kind of just fluttered. Unlike Florida state, Florida state rebounded and came back strong while it seemed like there were only a few guys that were really trying on Georgia's team towards the second half when they were in need of urgency and getting up and being aggressive and whatnot. Um, a little disappointing in for Georgia. Um, a team that was very up and down, very inconsistent all season, inconsistent roster availability, inconsistent um, quarter. I'm going to say inconsistent quarterback play by IBA. I think he had a lot of good games. I think he had some bad games. Um, I think this was not one of his best games, but he's still an electric player. And I just think the Dartmouth was the better team on this day and probably overall in the season. Definitely, definitely, I'm gonna say definitely, 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 overall. definitely overall in the season. I'd be said that to me after the game. I said, Hey, don't run away. You got to talk to me about this game. And he was like, listen, they are better. They were a better team than us. I said, yeah, they definitely were. Um, I'd be felt um, that they really just, I, I, they don't, they probably wouldn't have won this game regardless of what would have happened. Cause I really just think it was a little bit of a roster mismatch. That's what he, and, that's what he said to me too. Yeah. Like I just, I really believe that Dartmouth is a very, very, like you're saying Florida state's one of the best teams in Baradon history. Dartmouth is one of the, one of the better teams to come through bear down. Um, uh, yeah. Hell, they were the one seed, obviously. Yeah. No, but I'm saying like, they're another team that seventh round, Rich Ritter, sixth round, Nick Santuccio, yeah. um, eighth round, Joe Liotta, like yeah. yeah, guys that can contribute in the late round, six, seven, nine. Like when you're getting guys in the six, seventh or your, eighth ninth round, read off your team. Six round, round Pat, seventh round Rob. Rob, eighth round Dom, ninth round James. Listen, there's yeah. a reason why the both of those are teams in are in the championships. Listen, it, there's there's a reason why our teams are in the finals. We have complete yeah, rosters, top to bottom, and it, it, listen, it shows. Dartmouth was absolutely electric on this day. Their defense was was um what's the word before suffocating. Yeah, they made life for IB impossible. They were playing five in the back as they always do, and. Five back, five in the back versus three or four receivers. It's not an easy task for a quarterback. I told IB that I felt like he was doing a little too much dancing in the backfield and that he should have just ran the ball more. I think he he didn't have enough rushing attempts in this game. He just didn't. I don't know how many he had, but I can promise you it wasn't enough. Because let, let me, Chris, let me let me uh, let me lob my dad off here. Dad, I'll, I'll give you a lob. All right. All right here we <laughs> so go. I know I know exactly what you want to say. Does this? Does this Georgia team lose losing in this game? Does this prove to you that you have to be a team and bear down flag football if you want to win? Oh yeah. I asked Jack at the end of this game, so what happened? He and he pointed, you know, he told me heart. Team had no heart. I said, Well, you know what? It was like that the whole season. Your team had no heart the whole season. You can't just say that. They thought that, you know what, playoffs come, they're in the playoffs, they're just gonna turn it on, flip the switch, and that'll be that. No, it doesn't work like that. Are they the Lakers? It, <laughs> yeah, so that's what I was thinking. Oh, the, Lakers, the Lakers are playing golf right now. So, oh my God. bottom line is, you have to you have to gel. You have to have chemistry. You have to you have to play out the string. You got to play well the whole season. You got to go into the playoffs with a head of steam. You just can't turn it on. You know, and, 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 and they, they showed it the whole year. I mean, was the weather maybe that they didn't want to, you know, it wasn't good enough for them to play. Uh, the conditions weren't right. Uh, too wet, too cold, too rainy, too hot. I don't know what it was. It just wasn't a good team this year. Plenty of talent. Loads of talent. Not enough heart. Mm. And that's why I lost. Mm. Uh, I mean, I listen, I couldn't agree more. 
they never really gelled as a team. One thing I say on this podcast a lot, at least about my team, is like for Wyoming, at least this season, I said, listen, every week you just need to keep building. Just keep building, keep getting better each week. And when you have inconsistent roster makeup every week and when guys don't want to show up and play, it affects you. And listen, there's a reason why the two teams that are in the finals are in the finals. Dartmouth had phenomenal attendance all year. Um, I don't know if I would say we had good attendance all year, but we, we gel as a team and we make up for lost time because I've played with guys who have missed games. So like Mike, so it's not a, as big of a deal, but you're hundred percent correct. You have to have heart. You have to gel as a team and you have to be a team top to bottom to win the rank. And that's what it comes down to. Last year's Falcons team was a great team top to bottom. That's why they won the rank. Yeah. No, yeah, absolutely. And they were super invested. Yeah, the Falcons had pasta parties. They were doing pasta parties. The Falcons had pasta parties. They were doing pasta parties. No, the Falcons had pasta parties. The Falcons um, had practices. I feel like almost every week. I could be wrong. Um, IB was breaking down film every week. Not saying he wasn't doing that this year, but I almost feel like Last year, he was way more invested with the, going for the two-peat with Justin. This year, not as invested. It seemed like he really just wasn't as invested into the league, but now him with Justin this year, both of them being knocked out in the semifinals, they're, they're going to be super hungry for the next season. Yeah. Um, I definitely want to give Leota his credit. I want to give everyone on Dartmouth their credit. That's unbelievable season. They're very deservingly so in the championship game against Kirsten, Wyoming. Uh, just you can't speak enough. You can't say enough about how, you know, they all stepped up without the guy who I voted for MVP, Joe Piscopo, not being there in that game. That's unbelievable to knock out the two time defending champ, reigning champ in um, Anthony and Bimbo. Like, you know, obviously I think IB will be back, but just a disappointing season, just a, a disappointing season for them. Anything less than winning the championship is disappointing for an IB led team. hundred percent. You got guys like that. Uh, yeah, no, hundred percent. What's up, Tommy? I just wanted to talk about Dartmouth a little. Yeah, yeah go uh, for it. I know when uh, they beat Texas Tech in overtime, um, Leota came in and he, he threw the game-winning pass there. And I spoke with Joe after the game. Joe actually got hurt at the end of that game. That's why Leota yeah. came in. He, and I walked him over to the car, and I, I thought he felt a little dejected. But you know what? He's a competitor, and because he wasn't in there, I heard him. He goes, but you know what? He goes, we have players on this team that will rise to the occasion. And he goes, you just saw. He goes, he could play quarterback in this league. He told me that then, and I believe him. And I didn't get to see the, the whole game this this uh, that past this past week, but uh, I, I got to be confident. Kind of looking forward to watching them play a full season now. Yeah, the Leota show was in full effect. Um, shout yeah, out to I, all the guys on Dartmouth, man. They they are a great it's, team. It's a team. It's a team. And again, yeah. Rich Rich Ritter when he first got to the team, is a little skeptical. You know, he wanted to be more involved because he felt he was that type of player. And to Joe's credit, Joe got him involved, and he is that type of player. And he had a great year. And why his draft stock rose between last season and this that's season. Why Joe, that's why I voted Joe for MVP. Yeah. So, you know why? I know, you know, some guys will be bitching about, you know, where they wind up in a draft. No, no. Play like you're supposed to play. Go out there, show your talent, and, and things will work out. Just like it did with, with Ritter. 150%. Ritter is, the, Ritter is like the example of a guy who didn't go to a team that he was necessarily looking to go to. Didn't know Piscopo as like at all, really. But stuck with it and he ended up going from being a seventh round pick to being a third round pick his, so. his credit goes listen i am that type of player i need someone to help me you know to get me there and you know what and he was and joe got him involved and he is that type of player 150 percent 150 percent um i think that's really it on on the the semifinal, right kurtz yeah no for sure it was the leota show brucey's time to shine he'd say brucey's time to shine Thanks. all right let's go to the 
championship preview. Yeah. The championship preview. Brandon Kurtzman returns to the championship after a two-season drought. Yeah. After a two-season drought, a quarterback, you return to the championship still seeking your first uh, bear-down championship, as is Joe Piscopo on the other side. Uh, is Joe playing this weekend? Joe, as of what I currently know, Joe is playing. The game is at 8 p.m. at Matawan High School under the lights. Okay. Game. Exactly. Reiterate that. 8 p.m. Saturday night? Saturday night. Sunday night. Sunday night. Sunday night. night. Sunday night. Sunday night. Sunday night. Why would you say Saturday night? That's fucked me up. Sunday night. <laughs> Sunday night under the lights on the Matawan turf on the Matawan, at Matawan High School. Um, where do you even begin on a game like this? I guess we could take it back. We already talked about. I don't want to take it back there to the game that you guys played, obviously, for the one seed at the end of the season. They have that win over you. That is your only loss of the season. Wyoming's only loss of the season was against Dartmouth this year. Um, Dad, I'll start with you. How do you see this one playing out? Kirsten's got to play to his strengths. Know what you're good at. Don't, Don't start taking chances. Just stick to the game plan. Play to your strengths. You have the plays that'll help you help you do that. And if you do that, I think you'll have no problem winning this game so that's it that's your pick that's that's what you're doing no listen i love Dolphins. you want i i, I preach team they're, they're one of the better teams that i've seen play in the bad down what's their key is was their what's their road to success what's their road to winning the game uh it's joe it, it's all on i hate to put the burden on the quarterbacks but it always comes down to quarterback play you, you have good quarterback play and joe's got to do the same joe's got to stick to his game plan and just and yeah just stick to he's, his got, game. he's got he's got to know what worked too. right right he, he beat kurtzman's team he, he had to know what what what, what what he did right to make that happen, and he's got to exploit that. And and, and it just just at this point, I just think <laughs> Kirschman's gotten always the bridesmaid, never the bride. I think it's <laughs> I think he catches the bouquet this year. I think it's his turn. Uh, I think he's got the place to do it. I mean, to me, I, if I could have voted Matt Hughes for every single uh, uh, award, uh, comeback player year because he was injured last year, I could have voted in the trenches because he's that kind of guy in the offensive line. Doggy, I would have voted. I could have gave all this to Matt Hughes because he's that kind of player. And if you watched him play, I mean, sometimes you watch games, you don't look. I key on certain plays, and I watch them on every play, and maybe in a series, and I look at it. Uh, he's incredible. Thank God you got encouragement. He is so involved in the game. I mean, I mean, if it's a big block you need, or it's a big catch you need, or you know what, maybe he catches the ball and he pitches it at the right time when no one's expecting it. He's just his head is in the game at all times. Then you got the Reddington boys. All right. Oh, full breakdown. Why we big big boost, big boost to your team. They, they they defensively they take you over the top. You got you got it covered back there when they're there. And you got Danino. Danino's back, right? I mean, he's not missing any games this uh, I mean, next game, is he? No, he is, he is not. He is, he is there. He's one, he's one of the top three receivers in the league. He's a premier receiver. And he's def- uh, one of the top defenders in the league. So you got Pat and you got Danino back there. It's, it's going to be really tough for Dartmouth, I think. Mm. Mm. That's, uh, that's, a, that's a big, big time. He's that kind of player. To Matt. That might be your, your catchphrase. He's that kind of player. Is that his catchphrase, Kurtzman? It definitely one of them. He's got multiple problems. <laughs> Do we put that on if, if we made t-shirts and say he's that kind of player with a bear down logo, would you he's buy that it? guy? He's that kind of player. <laughs> that guy. He's that kind that of guy. He's that guy. All right. Um, um Kurtz, how are you feeling about this game? Listen, man, last time we played them, it was an absolute war. Um couple little notes from the last game that I felt were important were that Morick missed the whole second half. Mm. And um we had two Unvery characteristic turnovers in that game. 
and a couple very big breakdowns on defense that I really just don't see happening again. Dortmund is a phenomenal team. I'm going to be super prepared. I know what they run. They run their defense. That two, three, two is it, 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 it's tough to tough to really gain yards. You got a lot of guys in the back that are looking to make plays, but the reason why I'm going to be so prepared is because you got to find soft spots in those zones. And I thought we did a pretty good job in game one of finding the, like the soft spots, just the end of the day, we had first and we had third and goal from the five and I threw a pick six. Like it's going to happen. I I just think that we can't, if, as long as I don't turn the ball over, I think that we're going to put ourselves in a really good chance to win the game. And I think that same thing goes for Joe. I think the quarterback that turns the ball over more is probably going to end up on the losing side of this one. And I know that's not like a bold thing to say, but I always preach that in these playoff games, there's these few little plays that determine the game and turnovers are going to determine the game. Mistake um, free. Gotta be a mistake free. I think Joe likes that he's the underdog in the game. Why? What do you put in the line at? I think you got, I think the, I think the general sense around the league is that you guys are the favorite in this game. I'm not saying that everyone's picking you to win because I don't think that's the case at all either. But no. I do, but I do think that people would say that you guys are the favorite. I think Joe, I th- I definitely feel like they feel slighted. Dartmouth feels slighted because when they're coming in with a chip on their shoulder, they're like, oh, we don't have enough have a days. No one, you know, the whole season, not number one in the power ranking, all that kind of shit. Um, they, you know, they're the first seed. They definitely feel like I feel like they in their chat they're saying they're the underdog. Um, I feel I feel like Joe likes being in that position. This yeah, is, no, I, Joe's I think, first trip. Yeah, this is yeah. Joe's first championship as well. Um, I think that like that. I think they are slighted, but I also think at the same time, my team is hyped up because we get to avenge our only loss. Yeah. Um, we wanted that undefeated season badly, and it sucked that we had to play in the second game back to back against one of the best teams in the league. Um. Jesus Christ, that's Jordan Clarkson. It's a, a <laughs> three. Yeah, no, but they listen, we we're ready. We are super amped up for this game. My group chat has been has been active this week. Um, I've been game planning every night before I go to sleep. I've been getting in at least one to two games of Dartmouth film, just kind of trying to see what I really want to do. Um, I think this is gonna kind of come down to like I said, a few really key plays in this game are gonna change the outcome. Um I think Liam Knowles and Ritter are going to be looking to jump some balls, try to make some plays on us early. They have a really good flag grabbing team based on what I've watched of I've watched basically all of their games at this point this season. Um, I just think that this is going to be an absolute war. I think just like the game versus Augie last week, my it's going to be a war. Um, I think that last time we played, they came out on top and listen, good for them. They got the job done then, but we're going to get the job done. I want to, I want to say this, Kersman, you, after that game, me and you had a conversation and I was just like, what happened? And then you, you said straight up, and this is, I guess this is the biggest key to the game because it's what you said to me. You were like, listen, they rushed two and got pressure with two. Like it's tough to play against that. And if they, and, and they've been doing it all season. And if that's what they could do in this game, I think that's their key to success is, is that is rushing two and being able to get pressure on you with two guys. Um, they they do a phenomenal job of it, and they're more equipped than anyone else in the league to do so. So, I guess that's my my big key in the game for Dartmouth. For you guys, I want to say it's I don't want to say what you said, Dad, where you're like, yeah, just you know, let you know, let your team be the guy. I, everyone, let everyone do what they could do. That's obvious, in my opinion. I just think that the spirit has to be there, and I've just been on that all season, and I think you guys have had it the entire season. 
But like, even if some shit comes out and goes wrong, you got to stay confident. You got to stay positive. You got to stay into the game. I think you guys are going to do that. I'll start with my pick. I'm taking you guys. I'm taking Wyoming. I've taken Wyoming the entire season. I don't think I've picked against you one time. Um, I'm, I'm taking you guys in this game. I think you're going to win your first championship. I think you're going to play well. I've been talking. I've been telling you defensively. I think Kurtz was one of the best defensive players in the league. He doesn't get enough recognition for it. Against Augie's team, he has two interceptions. I don't even know if you mentioned that on the podcast that you had two interceptions, but um, you had a huge game defensively. I know you made you made a nice play on a on a flag pull from Justin, where they throw him a little screen and you're there. Made a good play, good celebration after. Like it was big. Nah, big, we have to be lively. We have to. Yeah, be lively. no, and I think and, and my my I'm just talking. I'm just literally speaking to you. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> my my challenge to you in this game again is just like be that guy, bro. Be that guy on defense too. Like I, I need you to make a big defensive play for for your team to win this game. I think you this is this got to be your moment. Like it's a big it's a big deal winning the championship's a big deal. It's a big deal to Dartmouth too. They won it. They won it bad. You guys, you're not you haven't earned it yet. No, no we won it. Like you guys, you, yeah, beating Florida State. Okay, now you got to beat Dartmouth. You guys got to earn it. Like this is a huge deal to both quarterbacks, and that's why I'm so amped up for this game because yeah. you know it's. It's Joe. I told you, Joe said this would be his best championship of his life. <laughs> I believe that. Joe said, Joe said it would be know, his best championship of his life. If you don't know, he has a sectional championship in, in varsity basketball. In basketball, he's a state champ, starting point guard on a state championship team. But this would be his most, uh, this would be his most prized possession here. And Kurtzman, obviously, the person who fucking founded the league, winning his own league would be a big deal. So it's, uh, it's going to be a really good game. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I mean, listen, I'm just looking to uh, get the narrative off of me that I can't get it done. I think, listen, I, I, I said it I said it in the chat to you and Dylan. I think I'm the best quarterback in the league, and not that I don't think it's close, but I think I just do the best, the best job of leading a team and making sure my team's super prepared to win every week. And that's just as important as being the best on the field. It's also being the best in the mind and being the best off the field, and I, like I was, Russell Wilson. I, yeah, I guess. I guess like Russell Wilson. Um, nah, but in That'd reality, awesome. but seriously though, I, I'm we, I'm so looking forward to this game. Um, I actually haven't played like like we started the championship games at night the year after I made it, so I haven't yet. To, I've yet to play a night game like on the turf for a championship. Get all those like get all those good moments. And listen, I, I'm doing this with some of my best friends: Mike, Morick, Dom, uh, Dean, Hughes. I got, I got, I got, like you said to me at the end of last year, get your real teammates. And these are definitely wow. some of my realest teammates I've ever had. Any sport, any time. And I'm like Pat Riley. What? I said, I'm like Pat Riley. Sure. Um, <laughs> but nah, I'm, I'm really excited. Obviously I'm taking us, but I know that Dartmouth is going to be ready to go. And I already know this is going to come down to a couple the last play of the game. Probably. Dad. May I make a suggestion? Yeah. Uh, go for it. Yeah. Um, the, the night before my first championship, uh, we had played a team. They were 11-0. We were 10-1. And our only loss was to that team. And they beat us on a play in the last second. So we decided we were going to get together. As a, as a team, we went to a, a local bar, the Greenland in Brooklyn. I remember it. We all sat down and we all discussed exactly what we were going to do and how we were going to attack them offensively and defensively. We came out. We smoked them in the championship. Smoked them. I'm, I'm suggesting it's not a bad idea. Either your team, maybe Joe's team, you got to sit down and you got to have a definite game plan. Just can't walk into the game and say, all right, yeah, we're going to do it right now. We're thinking about this five minutes before the game. Nah, no, nah, you have to know what you're doing. 
before this game. Way before this game. <laughs> that, that great, great suggestion. But I just want to point this out. There's no group chats back in the day. There's no, there's no, no I, you know what? Face to face. You talking face to face is not enough. A text yeah. message is not enough. I agree, Tommy. Text is it message, enough? Tommy, is it no. enough? It, 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 it's more. It's more. You got. Okay. You got to see. The what about a Zoom? Is it Zoom? Right, man, I'm, it's I'm camaraderie. Not. Nah, yeah, exactly. I got you. Get together a couple of beers. You know what? You even get psyched. Fuck having a beer. You fucking slam a guy's head against the fucking bar. It's fucking great. <laughs> uh, wrong it back you. to the bringing it back. Yeah, I'm telling you, it's it's. It, it, it worked wonders. I thought it was the best thing we did before that championship you're, game was getting together and discussing how we we're going to attack that team. You're yeah. talking. You want to. You're suggesting a, both teams do a pasta party. Uh, no, I said go for beers. I say pasta. <laughs> I like that. Um, one thing I will say. Wait, Tommy, who are you picking? I told you I was picking you. Oh, geez, they all pick. They yeah, all pick. Underdog. I, I underdog. We, we were all taking Wyoming. Just give, just give, just give Dartmouth even more material. They have the bull- you have, Dartmouth has the bulletin board material, but they are the underdog. Everyone, everyone on the podcast picked Wyoming. They are the underdog. If they win, they could play that underdog card. I'm not mad at it. Yeah, but Dart- I'm not mad at Dartmouth's it. They're amazing. A, a They're amazing. Hell of a They're team. amazing. I love Joe. I love that team. I love what he did with that team. I, I, I like how everyone has a role and everyone plays it well, and that's why they are where they are. It's a great team. Great team. Yep. Um, one thing I will say, just to cap off this championship preview, it's tough to beat two a team two times in uh, one yeah. season. Well, actually, it's three. Uh, well, yeah, but we don't we don't usually get three. So bear down. You can version. get smoked twice though. <laughs> air down version. Yeah. You can get aired out twice though. So. You can get aired out Look twice. Brady, Brady didn't do it uh, after the Saints, all right? Yeah, to the Saints. Yeah, Saints. Yep, yeah, no, three for sure. Um, it's gonna be an absolute battle, Joe. I know you're listening to this. I'm super excited to go against. Yeah. Shout out to Joe, bro. MVP, my MVP. Sorry, Justin. <laughs> all right. Let's um let's get into some first team, second team, all bear down teams. Um, I know a lot of people have been waiting on these. I just tallied the votes um right before we did the podcast. So I guess I'll just kind of I'll kind of go, I'll do first both first teams, then both second teams, and both third teams, and then I'll get to the um all rookie team as well. So first team offense, quarterback Tommy Galante, receiver one, Justin Ferrara, unanimous. Receiver two, Joe Pippoli. Receiver three, Paulie Caldonado. Offensive lineman, Nick Douglas, Jarwar Singh, and Matt Hughes, with the flex player being Steve Ruiz. Nice. First team defense, Damian, the whole defensive line first team was unanimous. Damian Luaka, who was also defense player of the year. Nick Suroff, yep. second league in sacks. Harnish, third in the league in sacks. Nice. 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 Those are three guys that definitely just were the best defensive. I thought the best defensive lineman in the league this year and fully deserving of this, uh, these first team honors. Um, Justin, unanimous, unanimous on both sides, both first teams, not surprising MVP of the league. Rich Ritter, first team DB. I think he finished with eight, eight interceptions, seven interceptions and eight pass breakups that uh, pick six in the um, first round matchup against Oregon. He was an absolute demon in the back of that secondary all season. Defensive back, Jack Starner, third in the league, in, uh, I think third or fourth in the league in tackles. And defensive back, Joe Pippoli. Joe Pipp, first, first team on both sides. Um, second team offense, quarterback, Joe Piscopo. Receivers, Emmerich, Foe, and Nikki T. Offensive line, Musi, Austin, Matt DeFlippis. Flex, Mike Dino. Second team defense, D-line, Douglas, Mike Musi and J.K. Will. J.K. Will second in the league in tackles this season. Fire. Nice. Um, DBs, Pat Reddington, 
Knowles, um, Rob Conti, and Nick Santuccio. Third team offense, Jarrock, first player to do 1,000, 1,000 in a season. Very tough. Um, sorry. Hassert, Bryce, and Mikey, third team receivers. Uh, offensive line, Harnish, Marola. Oh, I'm sorry. Harnish, Connor Friel, and then in a five-way tie for the last third third place spot. I'm going to pull this up because I want to get everyone their love. Um, yeah, no, I mean, they all had, yeah. I did, a, I did a point system where you get like three points for a first place vote, two points for a second place vote, one point for a third place vote. Um, the guys who were in that third team offensive line spot were Matt Marola, John Samarco, Amir Chambers, Anthony Latempa, and Jay Coburn, all third, um, third team offensive line. I, I know it's like, you got to pick someone, but I, how am I going to choose between three, five guys who all had the same point total? Yeah. Um, third team defense. Wiz, um, Jay Coburn, Jarwar Singh, defensive backs, Paulie Caldonado, Joe Denoya, league leader in pass breakups, Steve Bowen, and Luke Aduccio, who was amongst the league leaders in tackles this season playing safety for LSU. thought that he had a good season. Um, rookie offense, Jarrock, Steve Ruiz, uh, Hassert, Pat Reddington, offensive line, Joe Dell, Matt DeFlippis, Tyler Andreas, Flex, Abdul Sakar, defensive line for uh, all-rookie team, Matt Iovino, Paul Carter, James Whitcock, defensive backs, Luca Ducio, Nick Santuccio, Will Saba, and Matt Green. Yeah. And that's, and that's, all, the, uh, that's all the first, second, and third teams. And all-rookie. And all-rookie for the spring season. Listen, if you didn't hear your name and you felt like you should and you felt like you're snubbed, there's a summer season right around the corner. And I'm assuming you're playing if you're one of those players that feels like they should have been in this. So go out there and ball out and don't give us a reason not to put you on one of the teams next year. Love that. Love that. Um, yeah, man, I'm, I'm super excited for this championship game. I hope I hope we have a big crowd. Um, it, it, it should be an electric, electric uh, atmosphere. I hope last championship game was was electric as could be. Um, a lot a home game for Episcopo Tompkins. Uh, pretty sure Santuccio is a Madawan boy also. So they got a lot of guys that are playing on home turf. Mike Dino playing on home turf for us. So um, we're going to be ready. I know Dartmouth's going to be ready. So I can't wait. Can't wait. We'll can't see wait. everyone at the field. See y'all at the field on Sunday. Everyone, right. thanks for listening to the podcast today. Um, Dad, you got anything else you want to say before we got here? Good luck, boys. Looking yeah. forward to a great game. Um draft recap uh we'll do a we'll do a we'll do a championship recap and then a draft recap on Tuesday or Wednesday of next week and yeah we got a week one preview to do next Thursday we so do that is true. we do um gonna be a very interesting last game of the season and quick turnaround for the for the summer season but I I told and I told my my Bears team don't text me until Monday so <laughs> I can't wait but gonna be a great game let's get it Yep. We'll see everyone at the field. Everyone, thanks for listening to the podcast. Make sure to subscribe on whatever podcast platform you are listening on. Make sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel as well. See everyone at the field. Peace.